Welcome back to the Now Appalachia. I'm Jeremy, and hopefully you guys are doing good wherever you're listening from. So, hopefully you guys are staying warm out there and you guys aren't getting sick. Seems like everybody I know has got COVID or, you know, they got some sort of sinus uh, infection. Uh, right now, my old lady thinks I've got food poisoning, but I think it might be just a stomach bug. I don't know what the hell it is. It's been going on since Wednesday night. Um... <laughs> Woke, woke up, got some Kodiak cakes because I hadn't ate anything uh, the day, like the whole day before. And I was like, well, I'll go on and then just fix breakfast. So I fixed me one, you know, Kodiak cake. That was it. And um, I ate it about 30 minutes after I started, my stomach started to swell a little bit. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, it's, it was painful. And, uh, started to hurt to where my my chest and my back hurt. I was like, well, that ain't too good. Me being a dumbass instead of being like, okay, maybe I should, <laughs> you know, maybe I, should, I might want to, you know, possibly go to the doctor if this keeps up. Uh, I decided just to, just to not, and uh, ended up uh, waiting around a little bit. Took some pills for my stomach and almost immediately threw them back up and then that started that so for the rest of the day I was up chucking um, <laughs> got to where every time I would do it though the pain would ease up and I mean it was it was a sharp pain going throughout my body and it dulled up and then it started to disappear a little bit it's, it's almost like it started to retract right so it started going, what it used to be across my back was now by midday, my side and my chest and my stomach. And it was a dull pain. It wasn't sharp. So uh, I just kept on until about six o'clock that evening, uh, Thursday evening. And I finally got to where I got some sleep, woke up and was in a hell of a fever. Uh, out of my fucking head. I said, <laughs> I don't remember too much of the details. I remember I made a playlist and I I played it for a little bit. And it was all just 80s goth music. Sisters of Mercy and, and Bauhaus and Susie and the Banshees. And uh, you know, Christian Death and all that. I was sitting there and zoned out, I guess, for a while listening to that stuff. And, um, I think I fell back asleep, um, after the pills kicked in for the fever. Woke back up, I was in another fever. Uh, and I've been in a fever off and on and nauseous since, since Thursday evening, around six o'clock. So, I mean, I've... You know, we're still fighting it on a Saturday. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is. Uh, like I said, she thinks it, it could be food poisoning. I said, well, I, I don't know. Whatever it was, you know, fucked me up bad. Uh, I'm not too I'm not too fond of it and kiss my ass. But, I mean, it, it could be worse. Um, everybody, like I said, everybody seems to be getting sick. And... Uh, it's hitting everybody all at the same time. It's all different shit. So, uh, hopefully you guys are, are not one of the sick. 
It's kind of throwing me off track, though, because I started taking care of, uh, trying to set up spaces for crows to hang out around the house. Um, and primarily I've been trying to make friends with them, uh, leave them shit, leave them food and, uh, call them. I, in the morning, my routine would typically be to get up and call the, call the crows to the yard I uh, got to where they finally started to uh, get in the trees directly across the road from the from from the yard, or dug it in the the front yard tree. Um, so I got them that close, and I'm just trying to set them up a space where they can hang out. Uh, I can leave them shit. So. Yeah, I figured it'd be a project that I could take on. I mean, I've never done it before. I've always, I used to sit and watch the crows back home because we didn't have hawks and stuff. Uh, I mean, well, I'm sure we did, but not like over here. Over here, there's a lot of hawks. There's a lot of, um, even like in Winfield and stuff, there's geese and, and shit like that. Back home, it was always, um, it, it was crows. Crows and buzzards. And I think that's probably why I've, I've had such a connection with crows. I love them. Uh, I like to sit back and watch them. Whenever I was a kid, I used to go out to the school bus in the morning across the across the road, uh, which is where the bus stop was. Um, There's this little space on the bank, and I'd stand by the road from across where my grandma's house was, and the crows would always be hanging out in the uh, walnut trees because the bank was covered with these walnut trees and they would just hang out in the trees chase each other around and I would sit and watch them until the bus came it always kept me busy so especially on really cold days uh, I would I would do that and it would keep my mind off the fact that I was free <laughs> fucking freezing to death and I had these big ass coal trucks they were whizzing by me uh, you know on the straight stretch they were always speeding so it always <laughs> it always kind of kept me focused on something so that you know I wouldn't I wouldn't be thinking too much about how cold I was but I've always liked crows and I've always liked buzzards too like I said I think it's probably why is because I just grew up around them, but um, I decided to take it a little seriously around here, and you know, try to <laughs> try try to get to know uh, these neighbors because my my human neighbors uh, don't really give a shit uh, to know me. Uh, they for, for mostly from what I know, they want me out of this fucking place. Um, Crows, on the other hand, uh, seem a lot friendlier. So I'm going to turn into the, uh, you know, creepy old crow man, and uh, that seems <laughs> that seems all right by me. Let's go on to talk about today's subject, which is kind of a new. Um, we're taking a new route on an old road, you know. started off with the conversation that I had before Halloween. I'm not going to go into detail about it because uh, I don't want any, you know, 
I gotta be careful what I say so that nothing bounces back on this person. Uh, I look upon this person with uh, admiration. Uh, they're like family to me. So I don't want anything to bounce back on them. Uh, you know, obviously on this podcast, I say some uh, pretty blunt shit. And, you know, uh, do I mean it? Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do mean it, but... You know, you don't want that to come back on your friends. So, what I will say is, because I'm, I'm going to I'm going to go around this in, in a certain way. Um, we had a conversation about the coal fields and progress being made and the, you know, what's going on in some of these counties specifically, like specific counties. And what we're seeing is places like Logan, you know, they're starting to build up a little bit. They're starting to, <clears throat> um, you know, the local businesses are starting up more. You're starting to see uh, a little bit more growth in that area. These other areas, it's, it's not so, not so much. But we're also seeing some instances where now the state is, is going to take over um, education systems and, and things like that again because uh, there's been violations and people not uh, up to code as far as the school system goes. And so th there's still a lot of issues. There, we're seeing some growth and we're seeing uh, some progress in some of these areas where we're starting to see the community start to build back up to, you know, something. And that's fantastic, but it's still got a long-ass way to go. Um, so, then you go into, <clears throat> then you go into, you know, some of these, you know, more remote areas. And they're just kind of, they're still left behind. Um, there's, you know, as far as infrastructure, that becomes a problem. Um, you know, you, your internet, your roads, you know, suitable building space that's not got issues. It's not going to have to be a complete, you know, fixer-upper or rebuild. Um, it, it's a lot, right? Because... There's, there's been so much mismanagement of these areas for so long that, you know, these, these folks who are just barely making it because they, you know, got laid off, they got injured or whatever the case has been in these areas, these coal towns, <clears throat> you know, there's no real, uh, way to fund that. And there's no real access to that, um, for, other folks, you know, from surrounding areas to come in and try to set up shop. Uh, ideally, you would want people from surrounding areas to come in and start uh, setting up to help people from those specific areas. Ideally, that's what you would have. Um, but you can't even get that because there's not reliable internet and you know, uh, tra transportation ways to, you know, or, or ways to even get the transportation out there as far as the roads are fucked up. And uh, you can think, 
you know, people like Jim Justice for a lot of that shit. So, whenever, you know, we start talking about this stuff, whenever we did start talking about this stuff, we, we were talking about growth, and we were talking about how some of these towns have been, you know, still left behind, and, and reasons why they've been left behind. And specific area in particular got brought up and the person had said to me that she felt it was a culture problem. Now I didn't understand what she meant by that because I've, I've heard it before, but I've never heard it from somebody in state, right? And and I, I gave her a look and I said, so, so what do you what do you mean here? Like what what's your idea of a cultural problem? And she said that the idea because they were talk she was talking specifically um, as an example, uh, you know, teenage pregnancy. She said it's a cultural problem. Uh, she feels it's a cultural problem due to women being. Uh, and, and girls being taught uh, from a very early age to be nurturing and homemakers and, and things like that. And I disagree with that. I disagree with that wholeheartedly because that's not, teen pregnancy isn't a, it's not inherently an Appalachian problem, right? It's not inherently a coal field problem. It's not inherently, um, you know, a West Virginia thing or an Eastern Kentucky thing. It's, it's none of that. You see, you know, teen pregnancy throughout the country, um, on a regular basis. And there for a while, uh, you heard about it more, uh, obviously with TV shows and such, but I, I don't think that that's necessarily a, a specific problem to the area. She said, well, what do you think the problem is? Um, and I thought about it. I, I, you know, I didn't answer right away. I, I sat down and I, I thought out my answer because for as much as she has interacted with I have lived in those specific areas, right? So she can give me a little bit of perspective from what she's dealt with from other folks, you know, and she can give me an outside perspective on that. And hopefully I can give her some sort of inside perspective because it's not just a, It's not just a, an area thing. It's also a, it's a time frame. Because that's where you start to see the decline. I live there in a time where the decline of the economy and the community was, was all happening right there in real time. So I, I, I sat and thought about it for a minute. And I looked at her and I said, it's the people don't have hope. 
it goes back to that fatalism that we had talked about weeks ago, right? That's where my, my mind automatically went. And then I just kind of broke it down in my head and thought about, you know, is this, is this really a reasonable response? The more I thought about it before I said it, I felt like it was the right answer. When we talk about no hope, fatalism, and, and things of that nature, it, it's, it's like we have said before, it's, it's the acceptance that it is what it is. You know, God willing, this is, this is how it is. You are looking at areas who have uh, not a lot in regard to things to do, ways to make money, uh, ways to afford uh, traveling out of the area, ways to afford uh, cars, ways to afford... Um, you know, uh, you know, maintenance on a car, uh, put gas in the car, things like that, you know, uh, tires, brakes, people don't have money to, um, uh, move. I, th I think, and that brings up a whole other conversation that I had, uh, j just a couple of days ago. And we've always talked about that as well, but I mean, whenever you look at this, this stuff here, and we're looking at the education as well, there's this misconception that us, us good old hillbillies here, a lot of people will say that, you know, these people in Appalachia, and usually rural people and southern people in general, is what they'll, they'll usually claim, have a dislike for education. And I disagree with that wholeheartedly. I feel like um, the problem isn't education. It's it's folks who are supposed to be educated the, that a lot of the problems come with. Because you see a lot of folks who act like they're better than you. Nobody wants to be made felt, or, you know, wants to be, you know, made felt less than nobody wants to be looked down upon right so when you've got a bunch of these educated types who continuously beat you down and shit and talk all this shit about you make you feel like a fucking bad person whenever you're not of course you're going to get fucking you know you're going to get defensive of course you're going to go on the offensive you're going to you're going to be pissed off you know you're going to kind of hold a grudge you know of course that's going to happen. You should expect that. So it's not that people are uneducated or, you know, I've, I've said for the longest time, a, a lot of folks in the mountains and stuff can take care of their shit. You know, you've got people that don't have an idea how to fucking change your goddamn tires. They don't know how to check the fucking air in their tires. If you fucking put a goddamn uh, a, a pressure gauge in their fucking hand, we're not talking like, you know, like, an, you know, we're talking like one of the little stick gauges, you know, fucking, you could put one of those in somebody's hand with those pin gauges and they just fucking look at you like, what is this? 
you know, probably thinking it's a goddamn ink pen, right? They wouldn't know what the fuck to do with it. I remember, you know, a couple years back, uh, well, it wasn't a couple years back, it was probably about 2014, 15, they said that uh, one of the, there's a couple of these states or one of these states out west or some shit, like people were going to have to start pumping their own gas. And people started flipping shit, they didn't know what the fuck to do. Now, given that's not, you know, that's not, that's not saying that, you know, that's a, that's obviously, people are stupid. That's pretty fucking stupid. But, it, it's, um, those are the people that are supposed to be the educated ones, right? It's always the rural, southern, usually, you know, eastern, southern, United States, rural folks who are supposed to be fucking idiots and dumber and shit. But they can change their fucking tires. They don't know what the fuck they're doing with the wiring in a fucking house. By God, they'll figure it out. Is it safe? Probably not. <laughs> I've seen many a men get shocked and electrocuted by God and then they fucking stop, sit back for, for a minute, look around, fix it. Perfect fucking job after they after they figure out what the fuck they're doing. Is it is it something that you know is it ideal? No, but who the fuck's got money to pay somebody else to do the shit? You call over your buddies, you sit there and look at it, and you try to figure out the problem. So people aren't fucking stupid, and I've said that for years. But more than that, when we're talking about when we're sitting here talking about education as far as the system goes, right? People aren't against that shit. The problem is you've got a lot of folks who don't give a shit. Some of these school boards are made up of dumb fucks. Right? Who say they want their fucking kids first. I can tell you right now about Putnam County fucking school board right here. Putnam County. They've got Winfield. They've got Hurricane. These are supposed to be fucking schools that are Fucking award winning and all this shit, right? The whole fucking reason they wanted him and damn private schools or whatever it was. I forgot what they charter schools. Whole fucking reason is because the old boy on the fucking school board and they pushed for it in like 2016, I think it was. Pushed like hell for that shit. And the reason he did it was all because he had some fucking money banking on it. He had some investments on that fucking property that the school was going to be built on. That's what happened. These people that get into power, power positions and these people who run for these power positions don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's, it's a fact, man. I don't know why motherfuckers are surprised by this shit. The people that we vote in, just vote. Fuck your vote. By God, it ain't getting anybody anywhere. It ain't got nobody anywhere. Fucking Jim Justice has been touting fucking fixing their goddamn roads for, for years now. That son of a bitch ain't done a goddamn son of a bitching thing. And that's a fact. He still gets fucking voted in, by God. Uh, you know you got people like fucking Manchin and Capito and all these fucking people. These people that's been in for years. They don't do a goddamn fucking thing. These people were always pro-company 
And that's it. Because that's where they make their fucking money. And then they bank off of taxpayer dollars, too. That's where the fucking money goes. There's an, We've talked about it before. There's a whole fucking investigation. Who the fuck needs a $30,000 fucking couch? Or whatever the fuck it was. It was like a 30000 or 13000 or so. It had a goddamn three in it. Up in a thousand. Who the fuck needs that for their goddamn office? Or maybe it's a desk. I just remember they were they were fucking listing all the shit out and where the fucking money was going. Where is the taxpayer money going? Vacations. It ain't going to the goddamn roads. It's going to fucking vacations. They're little fucking soirees and shit. What the... So none of this is a fucking surprise, right? So it's not that people hate fucking education. You know, it's just, it's the, the fucking, the, the education is shit. But it goes back to a conversation I had with my other friend, you know, who works with like healthcare stuff. Whenever, whenever these, these places started to get put into these, I think there was three of them, into these rural areas that had all these things that you could go to. You know, if you were sick, whenever these spots started showing up, people were more likely, they found out that people were more likely to go to the hospital. They were more likely to stay on top of their medicine. They were more likely to follow up on their appointments. Why is that? Is it because they hate fucking medicine? We've talked about this. No. Is it, is it why why weren't they doing it before? Is it because they hate medicine? I mean, probably you probably fucking hate medicine. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, think about that. But you're also looking at these areas where people are being nurses and stuff, and trying because that's that's a job you can actually attain. And it's 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 hiring locals. You have all your stuff right there. You can keep track. It's easier to keep track of. Yeah, it's and it's and it's available. And they're able to work with you on flexible payment. So you got to think about that. So in a place where people are hurting, you know, as far as you know, economically. In places where people are in a in a bad situation. They don't take care of themselves. Now you've got a place to, to, that they can they can get all their shit done, keep track of their stuff, continue to take care of themselves, and and now hopefully, um, you know this you know, as far as like rehab, as far as uh, you know, um, you know therapy or, or whatever needs to be done as, as far as physical therapy goes, any of this stuff, this stuff can be taken care of. That, that right there tells me, as far as culture goes and stuff, you know, and fatalism and stuff, that it's not, it's not that we don't want it in the culture. It's that when it's not available or whenever it's harder to get or whenever it's, it's, um, there, there's a, there's difficulty with it in keeping it and upkeep and all this stuff, um, it becomes a problem because there's a, there's a lot of, you know, uncertainty in our everyday lives. You see that a lot with people, you know, not being able to afford cars. I, I used to tell people this all the time whenever they'd ask why, 
I didn't have my own car, and I did have my own car. It was being worked on. We were, uh, we were trying to get it fixed. Uh, it was given to me. Um, but uh, the the issue was whenever I was working at the rehab, I'd get a, you know, I didn't have a, I didn't have a ride, but my papa would take me, <laughs> which was unreliable as shit, by the way. Uh, sometimes he'd be gone. Uh, sometimes he'd barely make it back by the time, you know, I needed to get out there. But I always got to work, and I was saving up to get what was left done on on the car that was given to me. Somebody asked, you know, why why don't you already have a car? I, I, I said it like this, you know. You don't have the money to get a vehicle. You need a job to get money. So to get to the job, I'm going to have to get somebody else to take me so I could save up the money so that I can get my vehicle going so that I can actually go to work to pay for upkeep and, and of the like. It's basic. It's very basic. Whenever you break it down like that, though, it some people don't get it. Um, until you break it down like that, it's a, it's a cycle. And if you don't have other people around that can give you a steady ride every single day, you're kind of shit out of luck. That's why a lot of guys, you know, they don't go outside the holler. They'll walk from one end of the holler to to whatever little store. Usually, it's about two miles away. There's usually a store about every two miles. You know, you walk, you know, toward the head of the holler or wherever you're at, if you're deep in, you know, go to the store and then, you know, buy you a pop or whatever. That's usually what they do. They'll go out and buy them a pop and, and, um, maybe some milk or something and they'll start walking back. That's usually what happens. So. We've kind of got a little off track, but it's it's all gone across the same thing here. You know, why is it that, that some of these places aren't progressing? So we've, we've, whenever we say that there's no hope, we're saying that it's hard to get to work. It's hard to find work, especially since, you know, coal mines, which was big. Now, you know, like I've said before, you know, a lot of people say, you know, Trump really cared about West Virginia and he, he promised that the coal mines were coming back. That was none. Of, he, he had no control over that. He was using that as a plat as a, as part of his platform, but he wasn't, there was nothing to that. Right. He didn't, he didn't and couldn't do shit about that. He took advantage of that and he took advantage of people's ideas of that. And I, and, and that's why a lot of people don't understand why I didn't like the motherfucker. He took advantage the glad-handed son of a bitch took advantage of people here because he knew that you got old girls saying that she's going to put everybody out of work, and then he's he's going to swoop in and make it look better on himself. So you've got the coal mines in 2016 and, and on doing massive layoffs, bank filing bankruptcy. Now they won't pay disability because of that. They they refuse to pay, um, you know, black lung benefits and all that shit. So we've got these issues popping up, right? We've got these issues with, um, you know, the the disability and 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 the uh, you got disabled folks who are who are now 
Um, like I said, they, in some of these areas, don't have access, easy access to medical care. They also don't have the funds for it because benefits are um, a lot. Some of these places are, uh, or some of these companies rather are going to court for this shit to try to get benefits paid. And, and this is what you've seen over the last couple of years. So you're not going to see a lot of hope. When it comes to education, you're not going to see a lot of hope. Because the people in charge don't give a fuck. And teachers are quitting left and right. You know, what are you, what the fuck are you supposed to do here? You know, it, tell me, is it a cultural problem? Or is it like I said before, and it's an outsider, it, it's, it's a couple of things. It's an outsider issue. We've, you know, um, let the outside kind of dictate what we do and how we do it. We've, but besides that, and it's not a victim. It's not. It's not to play victim here. It's the exact opposite. Uh, I think this is a perfect instance that if we wanted to try to get out of the situation, we the biggest thing that we could do is education. I'm not talking about conventional education. Kids depend on parents, right? So it's. You know, that is a big part of what we should be looking at as well as far as, you know, the kids need educated or whatever, you know. And typically, I would say if you can, take your kids out of fucking school because they're not going to teach them shit anyways. Uh, the school system in general is fucked. I don't give a fuck where you're at. I think overall that's uh, that's that's kind of what I would say to that. But... <clears throat> Let's let's take the kid out of the kids out of the equation. Other than the fact that the kids depend on the parents, what are the parents doing? Well, let's say that they have a degree, but now they don't have a right to find work outside the area. They have a degree, but or, or they're they're wanting a degree, but they um, they don't have the money. Um, you know, maybe they got laid off from the coal mines and they need to, they need to change over to something else. There's programs out there. There's opportunities out there. There's, um, financial, uh, you know, uh, means out there for people that set aside for people to take advantage of to start building themselves up. And I know a lot of folks don't like hearing that because they want to, they, they're all, you know, pull yourself up by the bootstraps and da, da, da. And some of these people, I won't say most of these people, I'm not going to say all these people because, you know, there's some, there's some different instances here, but folks who grew up at the time I did where I did, because it's a whole different, it's like, I can't speak on what it was like for my brother who was nine years older than me who was growing up in the seventies. Um, I can't, I can't speak on what life was like before my time. Right. So I don't know, but it, every, everything everybody tells me is, it was, is a bit different. You know, my time was a bit different than what these kids are dealing with now. That's, that's just, that's just a given. There's been a lot that's changed in the last, you know, 25, 30 years of me being old enough to notice this shit. So the 
point I'm trying to make is if we would educate, because there are resources out there that people can take advantage of, but they don't know how to get it. They don't know what they necessarily need to do to keep it or earn it or find some sort of help to get them out of their situation. A lot of folks still don't know that there are retraining that's being done in the coal fields. I didn't fucking hear about it up until the last couple of years where they're retraining people, uh, old miners, uh, folks who got laid off and such, they're retraining them in uh, computers. There's grants you can get. Um, people don't know about this shit, right? <clears throat> so the conversation I had last week, it was last, it was last weekend, last Saturday, uh, no, last Sunday, was people just don't want to work. People are just lazy as fuck. And this was coming from a, a highly progressive family member, uh, let's put it that way, and who really strong opinion on, on people and, in my opinion, really fucking out of touch. A lot of folks do work, but they're always doing odd jobs. <clears throat> the problem with an odd job is you don't know how much money you're making a month on a regular basis. You would have to work probably about a year consistently and try. And even then, it's not going to matter for the second year. But you can look back and try to find like a median, uh, you know, payment that you had, you know, amount of money that you made a month. But wh what fucking good is that really going to do, though? You know what I mean? Because um, the next year, those opportunities may not be there. So, yeah, you may be doing scrapping and things like that, but the opportunities may not be there. <clears throat> so, People do want to work. People want those opportunities. And people want to feel like they, there's something to look forward to. Right now, there's not in a lot of those places. So, do I think it's a cultural problem? Do I think that culturally we have trained ourselves to do this? And, and be this way and, and, and have this issue? No. I don't. I really don't. City folks who are outside of the mountains. Because um, we talk a lot about mountain culture and stuff, right? That's what we're talking about right now. We're talking about mountain mentality. But, I mean, if you want to talk about lazy, you know, people, there's lazy people in the fucking cities too. In more populated areas where it's easy to get get jobs, it's easier to... Uh, get to work if you need to. You can walk to work. There's still large amounts of unemployment. Now, their culture is completely different. The city culture is completely different from somebody living, you know, in the in the valley, and uh, hollers, and um, you know, in these small mountain towns. It's completely different. Um, you'll get those outside of the area. 
but the point I'm trying to make is it's not specific to that area. It's not specific to that culture's area or that area's culture. It's, it's just not people want to work. Uh, people want opportunities. They don't want to be hopeless, but that's what it feels like. And I've always championed for this idea of, of not being a victim about it, you know. Looking at things realistically, yeah, there was a lot of issues that outsiders caused. But this is a fucking perfect opportunity. That's, that's what I say all the time about, about any of this shit. Anytime any of this bad shit happens, this is a fucking perfect opportunity to rise out of it. You know, it's not a time to complain. It's not a time to point fingers. Identifying the problem is, is good so you don't repeat it. But fucking let's get it going. Let's get it on. So who do you go to? You, the problem that everybody's had is they're going to the wrong people. So they're going to these councils and, and the city councils and all this shit. Fuck the city council. In most, in most city councils... It's it's goddamn. Yeah, you'd, you'd be better off in the middle of fucking suburbia fighting with fucking HOA over something, over your fucking Halloween decorations that you want up every year. Um, fuck a city council. Most of them are going to be are, are are not going to really fucking listen to anybody. Most of these councils are there to make it because they get funded to be there. It's it's a it's a power thing, right? So don't fucking buy into that shit. Let's say let's say you live in these areas. And and I and I'm I'm telling you guys this. If you live in a fucking rural area, Appalachia or not, I don't give a fuck if it's the goddamn Ozarks. I don't give a fuck if it's in in goddamn you know fucking Mississippi. I I don't I don't give a shit. If you live in these areas, and you want to start making a fucking change in something. Don't depend. You can work alongside or you can try to work alongside these people, sure. But don't fucking depend on them. If you want to get your shit out there and you want to say, listen, you know, here's, here's what I've found. Here's this stuff I'm going to make available to you. Even if it's something as simple as having that information on a flyer. And they're fucking posting it up places to show people like here's some opportunities for you guys to make some money or here's some opportunities for this, that, or the other thing or education or whatever the case. Fucking do it, man. Go do it. That's how you fix shit. It's, a, it's an issue. The people don't want to confront is that a lot of this is is become a, an issue whenever whenever we let it become an issue, and we have we we as a whole group have let this shit, and it's not just here, it's everywhere. We've let this shit become an issue. I've always said, don't depend on the cops. Don't depend on, on on the fucking politicians. I think it's dumber than shit, man. I, I've seen, I've seen, uh, you know, shit about these these girls, you know, 
not knowing how to buy fucking knives and shit. Because, like, all these people are getting fucking raped on these campuses and shit. Find out your fucking rules. And by God, <laughs> look, look into it. By God, give you something. The castrate son of a bitch. Cut the goddamn dick off, by God. Shove that son of a bitch in their fucking eye hole, by God. Fuck them. You know what I mean? Like, just straight up, just, just fuck them up to where they can't fucking do a goddamn thing. Teach your fucking... Let me tell you something. Teach your fucking kids how to defend themselves. Tell them not to be fucking victims. Don't depend on cops. Don't depend on the fucking system. System ain't gonna get you shit. That's why you, you need to know your shit. It's, it's the, the best thing you could do is fucking be educated on knowing how to get by in this fucking world. Right? Taking care of your own shit. Right? That's something you can fucking do. A damn self-defense class. By God, do it. Stay away from the fucking system, though, on your, on your trust. Because you can't trust a politician to fucking put poor money into your fucking town to fucking fix it up. You can't fucking depend on the city council or the fucking school board. We see how that goes. You see that on a regular basis. Learn, learn basic fucking medic shit so you can fucking at least like take care of yourself while you get somebody to the fucking hospital or take care of, you know, somebody else or whatever the case is, whatever the emergency is. Make sure you know how to fucking, you know, tie off and, and everything and, and, uh, Stop the bleeding and just fucking become self, more self-reliant on shit. And this involves getting out into the community as well. If you want to see that fucking change, don't be the victim. Don't fucking rely on these people to make your areas better. And the ones that will make it better, make sure you work with them. And make sure you keep up on what's going on with them. These facilities and stuff that, you know, medical and all this stuff that's trying to get into these areas, man, like, make sure that once, you know, once once they start to come in, you know, make sure people know about it. That way, you know, folks can get out there and, and start taking better care of themselves so they don't have to drive an hour to go to the fucking doctor, you know? They don't have to worry about finding a ride. They don't have to worry about, you know, any of this shit. Hopefully, over time, maybe people can get, you know, money and start fucking pouring it into the community again, which is ideally what you want. You want the community to start raising back up. We're slowly seeing that. There's still a lot of areas that we're not, you know, that are definitely more remote. So it's not a cultural problem. And, you know, and, I, and I'm... I'm confident in my assessment of that whenever I answered her. The problem's a hope problem. The problem is, you know, not having anything to look forward to. Accepting your own fate. Instead of trying to, you know, write your own story here. Folks get put down and tore down and, and treated god-awful 
you know. And they don't know how to write their own fucking story. Give them a fucking, give them something to start with. Whether that's, you know, like I said, you know, whether that's handing out information on ways that they can, you know, they can get out here and, and learn something. Maybe they, they can get a higher education, you know, get them uh, the ability to, to get out. Maybe, hopefully, you know, get them a job. Give people the hope that, you know, they don't, you know, for some people, they don't, they don't want to leave their area. That was, a, that was another conversation entirely that I had with, with a family member specifically. Um, he said, well, people have been doing it forever. They, people leave all the time. And I get it, man. I, I really do. I really do. But some people just don't have the ability to leave the fucking area. I do think we get in our own way sometimes. I do. I mean, that's that's a that's a given. But I don't think it's a culture thing. I think we need a little bit of hope. And that's why you've got to become the hope. If you if you really want to see a fucking change and you're in these areas, fucking do it. Start your research. If you're listening to this fucking podcast, you got internet. You know, start doing your fucking research. Start getting stuff out there. And like I said, even if it's just printing off a couple of copies of, of you know, paper, and sticking it down at a, at a damn food land somewhere, you know, Here's some here's some resources for higher education, yada yada yada. Or here's some resources for this or medical resources, whatever the case. Do it, because a lot of people are just looking for for a hand up, man. Like they're looking for somebody just to just to help them out just a little bit with with guiding them. Because they don't know where to look. Like some people, I'm going to say this, and like I said, I don't think it's a culture thing. I think some people are just lazy as shit. I think some people are just content with being fucking miserable. And you see that all over fucking social media. You see that all over TV. People get on these fucking shows and these gossip shows and these, these uh, you know, these platforms, and they, all they do is complain and bitch and shit like that, and there's never any trying to fucking change things. I'm guilty of, of complaining sometimes. I vent, and instead of getting it out, like I've I've had the issue over the years that, uh, you know, especially whenever I was younger, that I just can I just continue to vent, you know, uh, instead of getting it out. And what I figured out is the best way to do anything, whenever you're frustrated, is just a you know, get your shit out initially, whether that's, you know, you're pissed off about something, go fucking hit the heavy bag, go lift weights or something, something to get you fucking moving a little bit, right? Sit down, think about it. Is it something I need to fucking do or is it something I just need to ignore? If, if I need to ignore it, then fucking ignore it and move on, right? Got it out of my fucking system, it's done, moving on. Is it something that I need to handle? Well, let's handle it right now. If I can't, let's handle it at the, at the earliest that I can handle it. 
Because if I don't, all I'm going to do is sit here and fucking get pissed off and complain and, and fucking mope around and be fucking miserable and be a fucking prick about it. You don't want to do that. You want to, you want to take care of it so then you're not worried about it. Because half the shit isn't near as bad as you think it is once you fucking take care of it. It's just that initial dread of like, oh, well, I don't, I don't either know what to do. Or, well, fuck it, just call somebody. You know, figure out what the fuck is going on. Like, whatever you need to do, do it. I don't like going to the fucking hospital. I don't know what the fuck to do to take care of myself half the time because I don't go to the fucking hospital. I, I've taken care of myself. I didn't go to the hospital for like sixteen years. I didn't have fucking insurance, so. I'm not going to the fucking hospital. And whenever I did have the insurance, whenever I was I was working in the rehab, I never got time off to go to the hospital. So, you know, I don't know how to take care of myself. So what I what I had to do is just start fucking just just call the fucking hospital and being annoying as shit until I figured out like what was serious and what wasn't. And what I found out was the shit that I thought was serious wasn't, and the shit that I thought was not serious was. So, so, but I mean, I learned, you know, and it's one of those situations that it, it, it being a learning situation, it, it's helped me out. You, if you don't know where to fucking start, just ask. People need guidance. That's a fact. Some people more than others. To finish this out, I'll say this, and I, and I, I repeated it. By God, I want to get through everybody's fucking head. Don't let yourself become a victim. Don't let yourself become stagnant. If there's going to be any sort of change, it's going to have to be from people who want to take action. And if you're that fed up with it, you might as well be at action. Turn that... Uh, turn that energy into something else and actually do shit. So, that said, I'll catch you guys next time.